Welcome back to another episode of Bullish Project, episode 21. This has been quite a journey, especially this week um, with this podcast in general. And, and like I said, especially this week, it's been crazy. Welcome back to Bullish Project, episode 21. I finally got it right this week. Slow clap for your boy. Um, Welcome back to Bullish Project, episode 21. I finally got it right. Slow clap for your boy, because we are on the 21st episode of this podcast. Lots of stuff to talk about today. Um, you might notice today is a solo episode. No guests for today. I'm going to circle it back to do what I want to do in terms of just solo topics um, and, and just... I've said this before, but this podcast is almost like a video or audio diary for me. Um, and I'm just putting my thoughts out there, my experiences, because I know that it will help other people. And I know that if that it's helped myself. So yeah, solo episode today. Um, but I hope to resume guests either next week or the following. Um, but nonetheless, the content is still going to be quality stuff. So stick around. I have a lot of stuff to talk about today. Let's get into it. Anyway, first off, I want to start out by addressing a couple things. First off, I, I, it's been, come to my attention, if I can stop stuttering, it's come to my attention that the word riot back here, it's, it's got a couple eyes on it. And I, I just wanted to address that. It, it doesn't mean anything um, underneath the covers, if that makes sense. There's no between the lines that you have to read uh, between um, this particular flag is cut off. You guys might not be able to see it, especially if you're on YouTube. This is mainly for you guys, but it says Virtual Riot, which is one of my favorite DJs. He has a flag. It's kind of cut off. I don't have a camera big enough to actually show the full flag or else I would, but I thought it was a nice touch to this little setup area, including the soundproof panels in the back so that my um, voice will only project this way, hopefully, which I'm facing this way anyway, but it, it also gives it a good look in my opinion. I like the way it's set up. So just to address that real quick, and then also to follow up on a question I received, I got some more clarification on it. I talked about this several episodes ago in one of my solo episodes, I believe. Um, and the question was turned into a full episode um, based on staying positive. And I got some clarification on that question, which is, or, or not some clarification, it's a separate question, my apologies, I'm reading my notes here. It says, how to spot positive in order to gravitate towards it um, or to, to look on the other side of that, how to spot the negative in order to remove yourself from it. And, and this question is actually going hand in hand with the topics or some of the topics that I have to talk about today. There, there's two things with this. First, both questions are kind of the same. You're just looking at it from different perspectives in my opinion. And I think perspective in general is what is what we're talking about here because my answer to the previous question which is similar to this was talking about perspective and switching your perspective to be able to see the positive instead of the negative and surround yourself with more positive things this question goes one step further it's saying well how do you remove yourself from negative if you don't know you're in it and you don't know that like and you need to like gravitate towards positive stuff like and you're just kind of stuck basically my best answer for that and things that i've actually done personally 
would be self-awareness. And the reason why I say this is because you're not going to be able to tackle a problem unless you know a problem exists. There's an old saying where if you have a problem, the first step to overcoming that is admitting that you have a problem. I think that is still true in this scenario with this question I got. If you don't know you have a problem, but you kind of know that there are some things day to day that you're not happy with in terms of being negative all the time or other people being negative to you in your environment, whether it's work, friends, whatever, then you need to audit that and you need to really look inward to analyze what might be causing that. Because if you don't know you have a problem and you can't admit that you have a problem, then you should start before that, like a prequel almost, like that is step one, but you need to be able to get to step one. So you're on step zero. If you can't identify the problem, you're never going to be able to tackle it. And you need to really look in into yourself and into other people who might be contributing to your overall negativity or positivity. Um, because positive people and positive experiences you want to keep around. Negative people, negative experiences, you kind of want to push away and you want to have more positive in your life every day. And obviously that's everyone's goal. Everybody wants to be happy. But at the end of the day, to work towards that, you have to be intentional and you have to really look at what you're doing day to day and, and who you're being around and, and what your routines are. Because if your current attitude is negative, the only way to change that is to change something about your routine. You get 24 hours a day. The only way to fix that is to audit your 24 hours and figure out what pieces of those 24 hours are causing you to be that way. And, and you should definitely take some accountability as well. If, if part of the negativity is coming from yourself, then you need to take accountability and say, I'm, I'm going to work on that because we're all a work in progress at the end of the day, including myself. I don't preach from any sort of higher status at all. Um, I'm just preaching from experience. So I, I like this question. It could be a follow-up. It kind of reminded me of the question I got before. Um, so I, I just wanted to elaborate on that and kind of open up the episode with that. Um, this episode, I have several different stories and topics to talk about. It might be all over the place, but again, video, audio diary for myself. I want to tell my experiences and hopefully you guys enjoy it. So first off, I kind of want to talk about a topic that I recently touched on with my homeboy TJ. If you haven't watched that episode, it's, it's really good. Talk, we talk about struggles with addiction um, and overthinking, anxiety, stuff like that, which is a little bit relevant to this episode. I'll get into that in a minute. But we talked about a lot of things, including starting a business and things like that. Part of starting a business is, is a lot of work. But in terms of working in general, we talked about how the whole market and, and, and finding people as a business to be able to work for you is hard right now. And, and one of the things that I said was, I don't, I don't think that the issue is a lack of labor or a lack of motivation for somebody to want to work. I think the issue is um, people have gravitated towards a different style of making money. You gotta think about it. People still need money no matter what. When COVID hit, we looked at everything as a whole and said, oh, well, we need to shut down everything that's not necessary, which was not very many places, by the way. Um, I know that some restaurants and, and a lot of people were affected and stuff like that. And it was obviously a terrible time. Some people are still recovering business-wise from that. But 
there's a lot of places that got to stay open as well. And a lot of people never stopped working. And I, I see both sides because a lot of people want to complain about the fact that they never stopped working. They never got any unemployment to just sit home and do nothing. Yet the people who lost their jobs are getting a portion of what they were making when they had their job. And, and their current lifestyle still needs to be met in terms of if they have kids and being able to feed them and their, themselves and all of that. So they're not going to just wait on the unemployment checks. I do realize that there was like a $600 bonus for a while and things like that. But most people, and I, I do know people personally that did not make as much as they did before. And, and I wanted to talk about this for a few reasons. Because people's focus shifted, everybody's like, nobody wants to work. Like we can't find anybody. And, and, and everybody's just angry about that for no reason. For one, I don't think you should be angry. I think you should be happy that those people are finding jobs that better suit them in terms of their happiness versus staying at a job that they would have otherwise been stuck at. I'm, I'm always a silver lining kind of guy and I'll, I'll always shoot it straight, but I'll look at it from a more positive perspective in general. So when we're talking about this silver lining aspect of this scenario, most people still found a job that paid the same or you know sometimes less, but they were happier. And the job that opened back up was available because they didn't have those people come back. And th this whole scope reminds me of a story, some lady I was talking to at work the other day, last week maybe, and she was an older lady, very sweet, talkative. Um, I was helping her with some things and it took a little while, so we just start, started conversating about general stuff, you know? And, and I like to talk, so I don't mind it. Well, this older lady was, just asking me general questions like, oh, where did you grow up? Where'd you go to school? We got on the topic of college. I'm currently in school through my work, which pays for um, most of, or not all of it in most cases. So I'm, I'm currently taking one class every eight weeks just to um, utilize that benefit. And when I told her what I was going for, she was like, um, that's okay, but you, you know what you should do? You should look into going to pharmacy school. Or, or some sort of whatever school to do pharmacist work. And I'm like, first of all, I, I was a little taken back by it because I know that she's coming from a good place. So I, I initially was kind of shocked that she said that my aspirations were not what she would have done. And so they're not as good is kind of how I took it at first. But then I immediately switched to she's just venting from her perspective. And this is actually something that she's done and it worked out for her. So she's sharing her advice, which I totally respect. That's what I do on this podcast. She's like, yeah, you can make like 100K a year and, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, in my mind, I'm like, immediately, no. I would never, like, never consider pharmacy school. It's never even been a thought in my mind. It doesn't sound fun. In fact, school is very hard for me to even get through at times. Even taking one class every eight weeks is hard because I, with a full-time job, it's not that I don't have the time, it's just something I don't wanna do in general. Like, and, and I'm a big believer in just doing what you want to do at all times, as long as it doesn't affect anyone else or infringe on anyone's rights. Especially here in the US, we have that, that, uh, that right and that um, luxury, I should say. So within the means of you being able to make a living off of it, you should be able to do what you want to do at all times and, and contribute in whatever way you feel is necessary to the world. Everybody has their own gift. And I feel like people should work on uh, searching for that because not only is it going to make you happy 
when you have to spend 40 plus hours a week doing this job, but it's, it's going to pay for your living as well. It's like the best of both worlds. So for what I'm going to school for, it's definitely knowledge that I want to have for what I want to do. It's not a field I would necessarily get into in terms of like, like it is, but it isn't like in terms of like dream job stuff. Um, but that's like a, the backup plan that I have if some other things don't work out. So anyway, I'm not getting into my personal things too much, but just to give you that story, because it's, it's very relevant to this topic today and, and personal to me with what I've had going on in the last week, because happiness should always be your number one focus. Um, never money, you know, and, and I could tell that she was under the mindset of making money versus happiness which she may have been happy doing it, don't get me wrong. She definitely vouched for the industry and, and had a really good pay and, and all that stuff, which is fine. But everyone's different, like I said. So for me, you know, I, I just preach my advice on here. Obviously, you're welcome to take it. You're welcome not to take it. I don't care personally. I, I do hope to help people, but it's not my goal to like change people, people's minds. My goal is to just put the information out there and hope that it clicks with somebody enough to get them to do what they want to do in life and make it to where they don't have to be a nine to five guy anymore if they don't want to be that. Um, if they just want to, you know, sit around all day and, and watch video games, then that's fine. I just hope that you're able to make money doing that because if that's what you want to do, then I, I, would truly want that for you. Um, and I feel like a lot of things are monetizable, if that's a word, um, nowadays. Because going back to the whole um, labor thing where people can't find anybody to work, they shifted. A lot of these people make money online now. They work from home now. You don't see a lot of people working in stores anymore because there's always positions open. There's always companies hiring. So people made that shift and, and a lot of people took that opportunity, which paid off for them. Um, during COVID and, and I was lucky enough to keep my job, which I do like, um, but ultimately I would pursue other avenues given the opportunity, which I'm hoping to set myself up for those opportunities in the near future. But otherwise I'm just going to go through the process as much as possible and enjoy the process because otherwise if I don't do the process, it's not gonna work out anyway. So I just wanted to talk about that because if you are in a position where you want the money but you're not happy doing that job. And, you, and let's say you've already taken the job, you're three months in and now you've upgraded your lifestyle a little bit because you, now you're making twice as what you were making. Just be careful um, because you're gonna get stuck in this super depressing, sad, angry, whatever mood that is pretty much anything other than happy when it comes to your daily life. And for money, it's just not worth it. So my best advice is to find a way to make money at what you want to do. If you like to sew stuff, then I would just spend time sewing stuff and post it online and post it in, a, in your own creative way and, it, and um, you might be able to sell those or make money on advertisements if you get a following online. There's a lot of ways to do it. Um, do your own research on all that stuff. I'm not here to preach that, but I'm just here to like give yourself or give you and, and myself like the option to open up your brain to that because I can't think of everything 24 seven either. So I'm not perfect at that all the time, but definitely like if there's one thing to take away from this, this whole story, don't chase the money, um, chase enough money to be able to live and downgrade your living expenses as much as possible to make it work. 
because it's going to make you happier, I promise. And obviously having enough money to live will make you happy. But once you get to that point, there's nothing more after that. That's the problem. People are like, oh yeah, I would totally be happy with a million dollars a year because um, you know, all I gotta do is swing a bat, you know, talking about like baseball players or, or football players. Oh, all I gotta do is sit on the bench and be a kicker. I was actually talking to some coworkers and they were like, would you take, what was it, 100,000, 400,000 a year, whatever it was, we were talking about um, NFL players pay and, and specifically like backup kickers because the kicker itself on the team doesn't really go out there as much as the regular players, yet they're still getting paid a, a good amount. I mean, you know, they're not getting paid as much, but they're getting paid a good amount. And to be a backup kicker, I don't know how much that is personally. I haven't done the research, but they were talking about it and like, oh, if I was a backup kicker in the NFL, I would definitely do that for like 100000 a year, 400000 a year. And they're, they're putting this price tag on it. And not that I am hating on that. I'm just saying in my perspective, the way I would look at it is the, num the number one thing I would do in this scenario is look at what the task is first. The task is kick a football. Okay, sounds easy enough, but then you have to be good enough to get to the NFL. And that's a process and a grind that I just would not enjoy. I, I would enjoy it up to a certain point. I would lose interest once it started hitting the top to where I would have to put in twice as much work to get to that next level because it's not my passion. You know what I mean? For your passion, you would do that extra work to get to the next level. And for 100,000, 400,000 a year, whatever we were talking about, it's not worth it to me, which that's significantly more than I make now, 400,000, significantly more than what a lot of people make. But it wouldn't make me happy. So think about that when you're going through life, choose happiness over money at all times if you can. Sometimes you may take the money in the short term to get to your long-term happiness goal. Um, that's okay. I mean, you got to do whatever you got to do to make it work for yourself. And that's where some of the self-awareness comes in as well. So uh, just think about that. Like I said, my job here on the podcast is just to open you up to a wider perspective. Um, take that information as you want to. Anyway, a couple of the things I want to talk about. I, I saw this real quick because I want to talk about it. It's just, I, I want to talk about it a little bit more in depth on, on another episode potentially, but it's on my mind and I saw it on social media. Um, this, this idea of mansplaining, and it's a little tough for me to even address this on a solo episode where I'm obviously a, a man who's talking about mansplaining. I, I wouldn't even understand it from a woman's perspective because I've never talked about it with a woman and I'm not a woman myself. But I just thought it was funny because I, was, I found this post on Facebook and I was just scrolling through something about mansplaining. And it was like something about if, if you're a man and you're explaining what mansplaining is, then you're mansplaining or something like that. It was, it was weird. And I get the idea behind it. Like I get the joke. That's, that wasn't the issue. When I was scrolling down in the comments, it was just a lot of people dogging on mansplaining, like men in general who mansplain, which is like, I don't even understand that idea in general. I, th I think it's just, obviously it's a made up word, but I think it's just this fake idea that men try to explain things in such a dumb way to um, be condescending to women, I think is the idea behind it that I was gathering anyway from the comments. Um, I could be wrong. This isn't any hate towards those individuals at all. I'm just, I'm just saying um, that that's what I gathered from it. And I disagree just because if, for example, and this, this isn't anything to do with uh, 
sexism or feminism, whatever you want to call it. Like I'm, I'm not a political or controversial kind of guy. I'm just going to put it out there as an example. If a man was doing man work, typical man work in terms of what is generally known as a man's work, which any work can be women's work, just a disclaimer. I'm just saying typical men work like mechanic or construction. And then you get a woman who knows nothing about it or very little. And they ask a question about the process of some sort, like how do you change a tire or something? You know, if, if they just don't know it in general, right. And it's fine to not know something. Um, it's even better if you try to learn it, which is fine, especially like if it's a skill where you need it um, in certain points of your life, like changing a tire is nice to know. Um, nowadays, it's not a big deal. You could probably just call AAA and have them fix it for you. But if you know how to do it yourself, you'll be um, self-reliant or self-efficient, um, which is nice to have. But in that case, you get a woman who knows nothing about it and a man who is much more knowledgeable, who's been around the block. He knows the lingo. He's, he's been in the industry a while do you really think that he's going to explain it with all this lingo and all this jargon that this woman is not going to understand anyway because they don't know anything about the situation at all no and and you know the, the man could probably waste his time and say yeah well, you got the the jingle rod over here with the you know whatever i'm just making up words obviously but it's like if he starts saying that lingo and she knows nothing about it anyway, do you really think she's going to understand the lingo enough to follow along? And this idea of mansplaining is that like, if he was to dumb it down, like, hey, this piece here with the, the threads on it, it has to go in here to tighten this. And it's like, a lot of people can understand that. But I feel like women in, in general get offended because they don't understand it. And they feel like, men are dumbing it down on purpose. I don't see it that way. I personally don't do it that way. I mean, there are some men out there that probably do that, which is probably easy to tell if they're being condescending, but most people probably wouldn't and they, they wouldn't intentionally do that either because if they didn't wanna tell you, they probably just wouldn't tell you. They, they just wouldn't help you out with that knowledge. They, they would just say no. But if, if they're gonna go out of your way to help you, it's almost like a sense of pride to have that knowledge and to be able to go through and, and help you with that task or that um, skill set that you're teaching that person. Why would they make it miserable? For, and, and I'm just saying like in general, right? There are some anomalies. So that's the only issue I have with that. Like, I don't think that you're owed something just because of your gender at all, men or women. I don't, I don't believe so. And I get people all the time, man or woman, they come into my store. I've said this before, I'm in cellular sales. If they come into the store, they generally tell me what their knowledge level is. I don't have to assume because most people will just tell me. And even if I was to assume, the older generation is generally not good with electronics. So there you have it. But I've worked with younger people that are just absolutely not good with electronics either. And it's men or women. It's not even a specific category. So if I'm working with, with a person who doesn't know anything about phones in general, do you really think they're going to know how fast 5G is? Like, no. When, so when they ask about 5G, oh, what's this 5G about? What's the difference between that and 4G? I'm just going to say it's faster. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that because I'm trying to be condescending or because I don't want to, you know what I mean? Like I, that's how I see it in general. And I'd love feedback for sure. Especially if uh, there was a woman watching this, like I would totally love the feedback and I love the questions as well. I, like I said, I started off with the episode 
with a question. So if you have a question in general, send it to my email, bullishprojectpodcast at gmail.com. I've been keeping up with it a lot more lately and I'm a lot better at it. So I'll definitely get to it. Um, and I'll talk about it on the next episode. We can kind of keep this like an ongoing conversation uh, in the podcast. I, I really enjoy that anyway. So, uh, but anyway, enough of that. I don't, I don't want to spend much more on that just because I don't believe it's the main topic for today. Just just a interesting story topic that I want to talk about for today. Anyway, last thing that I want to talk about is the main reason why I wanted to do this episode today is physical and mental health in general and and how important it is to daily life. And and before we get started, like let's set the record straight. You must make your mental and physical health a priority. You cannot not make it a priority if you're trying to live daily life uh, happy and positive and, and healthy. Because if you don't, you're not going to be 100% and you're not going to give 100% either. And if you're struggling, that's okay, but you need to circle back and worry about yourself first because that is the most important thing you can do for anyone else around you is to be 100% yourself. That way you can then give 100% to other people or to the dream that you're trying to attain. And the reason why I wanna talk about it is because I had not a recent scare, but um, I did have some, some health issues that I thought were a little bit more serious than what they actually were, which is the good news. Um, and I was psyching myself out about it and I got anxious and then I got down on myself because I was anxious about my physical health not being top tier. And it still isn't, but being young, I have that um, trait or aspect or whatever on my side for now. And it just kind of hit me in the last several days. Like, you know, I am getting older. I do need to make this a priority for myself, like personal experience. That's why I thought this would be a good topic for today because in terms of mental, I don't have too many issues with the mindset, but there are roadblocks at all times and life throws curveballs. So you're not always going to be 100% with your mental or physical health. It's just not possible. There are gonna be things that happen that make you sad and it puts you in a rut mentally. There are gonna be things that happen that put you in a rut physically in terms of injuries or setbacks or diseases, excuse me, or anything like that. So, Part of this whole topic is, is to just be grateful because if you are in a position where you're on top and, and you're, you're chasing your dream, you're in great physical mental health, like that, that is a win. And sometimes you need to circle back and look at the basic stuff of what you have to be able to move forward because sometimes when you get to the top and there's nothing else left to chase, it's hard to be happy or it's hard to... Um, keep looking forward to things and it's easy to get sad or depressed when you have nothing to do with your mind. And, and I experienced this recently, actually today I did my hair a little bit. I don't know if you guys can see, I, I took a little brush and some, and a blow dryer to it. I kind of combed it over as you can see and simple things like that just made me have a, a mental boost because when you have nothing to do and you don't accomplish anything, that is the worst thing you can do for your mental and physical health really, but mental health in general, because you're not doing anything and your body doesn't, your mind and body don't get the satisfaction of completing a task 
or, or completing anything at all. All you're doing is, is just waking up and let's say you just lay in bed all day because it's your off day and all you do is like scroll through TikTok. That's fine. Everybody can take a mental day if they need to. But if you're in that habit, it's going to build up and you're, and you're going to not get as much done in your life that you need to get done. But not only that, it's going to be a train reaction to your brain, which is not going to get the satisfaction of completing that task. And I'm, I'm figuring this out as we speak with the last week and, and going through um, a bunch of tests just to figure out um, what's wrong. You know, and, and when you get good news, it's reassuring. But when you have something potentially serious going on, that's all you can focus on. And it, it is scary because when you don't know the results, you're pondering back and forth. Your mind just starts racing and then it just makes it worse because then you can get psychological uh, with your brain and physiological symptoms from your mental um, st uh, status or whatever. So like if even if you're um, sad or depressed or anxious or whatever, you can get physiological symptoms from that and it can add up like it, it's just, it's a weird thing to go through. Um, I won't elaborate too much, but it was, you know, that's behind me. I feel a lot better because I'm not pondering on what it is or what it isn't. If you have something going on and you're neglecting to take care of it because you're like, Oh, it's just a, a scratch or whatever. Like, and, and, and I'm not saying if it's like an actual scratch, I'm using that as a metaphor. If you have something that you're unsure about with your physical health, it is going to take a toll on your mental health and you will not be able to, like you're not gonna be able to push that off forever because eventually it circles back. And if that one thing happens again, that's potentially serious, then it's gonna be a little more concerning and you're gonna psych yourself out unless you have the answers. The only way to get the answer is to go to a doctor or something and figure it out. But the more that you put off, the more you pile on your plate and your plate can only hold so much. So completing a simple task is going to take that one task off of your plate and it's gonna make you feel better. It's gonna lighten your load. And, and all of this that I'm talking about goes hand in hand. I talked about several different things just now, but when you have a to-do list or even if you don't have a to-do list which is even worse because then you're trying in your brain you're trying to remember everything but if you have a to-do list let's say you you got that far and you made a to-do list you're going to instantly get that gratification in your brain this is going this is coming from experience by the way because i i do make to-do lists sometimes shopping lists whatever of things i got to do and it, and it helps because it gets it out of your brain. You no longer have to think about it and it's, it's on paper or it's on your phone and you can just forget about it. Next, you can look at the list and worry about one thing at a time so that you're not jumbling your brain and being all cloudy and all that stuff. You can just, you can clear your brain and focus on one thing at a time. But not only that, if you choose not to do one of those things on your to-do list, it's still going to need to be done. You just didn't do it that day. For example, taking trash out. We'll just keep it simple. If you didn't take trash out on Monday and, it, and the actual trash cans get taken out on Wednesday, well, then you're going to eventually have to take that, that garbage bag out to the trash cans and then eventually have to take that out anyway on Wednesday for Thursday morning when the, the garbage guys come you're just delaying it, which is gonna pile on more. And I'm a procrastinator myself, I'll admit it. And I'm struggling with that personally, but it's something I've learned and it just clicked within the last few days. However many times I've thought about it and said it, it 
just didn't click the way it did in the last few days. So think about that. Like when you have a lot on your plate, the only way to lighten your load is to lighten your plate. Simple as that. And if there are things you can control to lighten your plate, you should do that because it'll make you feel better. Not only because your brain is going to get that euphoric sense of completing a task, but you're also going to be able to cross it off your list and not worry about it anymore. And then when you don't have to worry about that anymore, you can move on to the next thing. And that's what progress looks like. Literally, pro like if you just dumb it down to the very basic things, you got a to-do list. And when you cross things off and you get shit done, then you're making progress. That's, it's just as simple as that. So speaking from experience on this episode, it's one of the reasons why I wanted to do a solo one is because mentally it's been tough this week. And to be able to get on here and talk from experience to people who might also be struggling with this is pretty cool. But you have to do that. Take care of yourself, especially if it's mental because there's no way that you can be a good person to somebody else. And, and you can be a good person. I'm, I'm not saying that. I just mean 100%. Like I was saying earlier, you can't be 100% with yourself and also give 100% to somebody else. And that's why I'm preaching self-care. Like you have to be able to take care of yourself first. And if you don't know where to start, you have to be intentional about what you do every single day. And you have to be intentional about learning what you do every single day so that you can identify a problem and fix it. Again, full circle. I was talking about this at the very beginning when I was entering that question. So it's really interesting because when I struggle with mental health, I know now from experience ways to get out of that. And I'll just give some for example for those listening. I'll make it a little bit educational. The first thing that a lot of people try to do is make their bed. I'm not a bed maker. I'll, I'll admit that. Um, I'm just not a bed maker. On my days off are when I'm the most lazy. If I was to not do anything at all on my days off, I would not feel any sort of euphoric sense of accomplishment. And then that spirals into, well, now I don't want to do anything at all. I don't want to even get up for work in the morning. It spirals out of control. That's why you have to put a stop to it at some point. Like you have to stop the excuses at some point with anything. So be self-aware enough, take this advice and apply it to your own life and apply it in a way that works for you because it, it's important, it just is. And, and th this is all I really wanted to talk about today because you know, my friend Dave, I talked about this on the last week's uh, episode with him. If you haven't watched it yet, you should go check it out. When I reached out to him, I'm not gonna get into his personal business. I reached out to him Saturday, which was, well, today's Wednesday, so this would be, um, what was it, this would be like, Six days ago? No, four or five days ago? I'm, my brain's crazy right now. And I asked him because I didn't see his episode posted on Friday. I was like, yo, my fault. I forgot to send you the audio for the podcast because we work on an, on an episode together. So I thought he was waiting on me. And then I realized he had the audio the whole time. 
So then we were talking back and forth. And like I said, I, I don't want to get into his personal business that much. If he wants to talk about it on his own podcast, that's fine. Which, by the way, you should go check it out. The reason I'm mentioning it is because I did mention that we had an episode together. It was supposed to be posted on Friday. It wasn't. The audio got messed up. He was actually telling me that like my part was too soft because of the way his settings were. And I didn't uh, record his episode on my computer unfortunately, so we don't have a backup copy. What's probably going to happen is I'm gonna reach out to him at some point and reschedule an episode. Um, and, and we might talk about some different topics, similar topics, whatever, but we'll probably redo it and post it again. Um, so for those of you who watched last week and got teased about the episode that we did, um, I apologize because it's not out there. If you did go check it out, I appreciate you, but he will have another episode up this Friday, hopefully, um, and just, business as usual after that. So, you know, things happen. And, and when you get those curveballs, you just kind of have to move forward. It's, it's not always going to be perfect. I know that my episodes are not always going to be 100% planned out and perfect and hit every single person as if it hits like me with, with dubstep music for the first time when I first listened to it at a live show, I was just in complete awe. I know that my episodes every single week are going to get monotonous or boring for some people. I try to switch it up, but at some point when you repeat the same thing over and over, it does click for people. And that's what I'm trying to do is just change people's lives and change my own life. You know, I'm, I'm going through this journey with you guys for the most part. I don't have any sort of monetary or status type of accomplishments to show for the advice I'm giving. These are just my experiences that I'm noting on here. And with the podcast itself, just a little update on that to end out the episode. This is a shorter episode for today. Um, my solo episodes are um, kind of not doing as well as I want them to because I'm used to talking back and forth with a guest, for, especially from the last few weeks. But with this podcast, I, I definitely do want to get uh, in-person episodes and I have a setup in the works for that. Um, I'm also looking at animated logos and intros, maybe intro music um definitely different ways to spice up the podcast if you're one of those people reach out to me if you have a skill set i'd like to pay for it because i do not have those skills and that's something i'm going to eventually need anyway so if you have that let me know um email me bullishprojectpodcast at gmail.com i'd love to hear from you if you're a podcaster yourself or if you want to be on the podcast i'd love to consider you as a guest reach out to me at that same email um, for those watching, I appreciate you. I know my audience is small right now, but that doesn't mean that it's not going, that doesn't mean it's going to be small forever. And I have the confidence and the information that I'm giving out and the advice I'm getting out and the knowledge. I don't know if I just said that information, knowledge, same thing, whatever. I have the confidence that this podcast is going to succeed. In fact, everything else that I've done before I quit and it's a simple fact. My mom didn't raise me to be a quitter, but I quit. And in that sense, like when I think about that deep down, I feel like I let her down sometimes. And even my father, like both of my parents didn't raise me to be a quitter. But when you look at my track record, say like football, I didn't stick with football. But then when you think about like when I think about it, I'm just like, but why would I keep going? I, I didn't really enjoy it that much you know and part of that is like tasting things 
So the, I want to close it out with a little bit of, um, I guess, a quote or, or something like that. It's not going to be a quote, but um, like just a motivational piece at the end here to, to close it out. Because if you're down on yourself because you quit some things or you have this reputation of being a quitter, just don't give up at all. Like, I, I have not given up. I just didn't find what I was trying to do for the rest of my life, especially if you're younger. Most people are not going to be playing baseball the rest of their life, playing football, playing any sort of sport professionally to make money. Most people are not going to be that person. They might do it for fun, but most people are going to end up in a job that pays them hourly or salary or, or commission or whatever. They're not gonna do uh, sports because the slots are so limited for major leagues, especially. So don't quit. Like if you quit football like I did two years in, one year in, whatever it was, don't be down on yourself. That one particular experience does not define you as a person. It, it just doesn't. Because when I quit football and I was de debating on quitting middle of the season and I didn't. But I had the mindset of who's going to stop me. And you should have that mindset, not in a negative way, but who's going to stop me if I just go a different path and pursue something I actually want to do? You should do that. It's not quitting in a bad sense. It's quitting in a good sense. Some things need to be quit. Id. Like some things are not going to work out for you. And the only way you find out is if you try. But if you don't try, you're not going to know. And if you do try, you're going to know whether or not you want to continue or not continue. And that is when you'll find your passion. When you find all of these different things that might interest you and you try them all. And if none of them interest you, then you just keep going. You find other things that you might be good at that you would potentially enjoy. Because for me... Things that I'm good at, I enjoy because I, I know that I have the skill set to back it up. So it, that brings a sense of enjoyment to me. In fact, the job I have now, I didn't like the first six months to a year. In fact, the, I, the first two years, in fact, I, I thought about quitting almost every day some, some months. And then I built up a skill set that gave me the confidence to continue forward. And now I love the job. I do know that it's not something I want to do for the rest of my life. But I, I have that to fall back on in, in terms of skill set, like sales and customer service and stuff like that, which is important in any job for the most part. So just, just take that into account. When you're going through life and you get to these roadblocks of, I don't want to do this anymore, but you're stuck, or I don't want to do this anymore, and you have the option. Like if you're stuck, then you need to try to find jobs that pay similar like stuck in a monetary sense, jobs that pay similar, and then just, just leave. Uh, right now, there's, there's a good job market out there to do that. Um, if you're stuck because of some other circumstance, I'm not sure, but you know whatever it is, like find a way out of it. There's always a way out. You can literally work on any skill you want to, sometimes free with most jobs. They'll train you. Just look at it. Just, just go through and make the decision to make yourself better because it's for yourself. And when you're at 100%, you can give 100% to other people, including kids, grandkids, whoever, whoever's dependent on you, whoever you wanna pay back for uh, however many like 
months, years, they took care of you. Um, I have a lot of people in my life that have done that for me, including my parents, including grandparents um, who have like babysat me, everybody, you know, that has helped me to get to this point. So that's why I'm doing this podcast. Like you have to find your why at some point as well. And all of that contributes to your mental health. And your mental health, when, you're, when you have that on lock, your physical health comes after it. It might take a while. Listen, a lot of this stuff is not going to happen overnight. And it's not going to happen within six months, sometimes years. It's not going to happen. But I promise you, if you stick with it and you just trust the process of going through the motions, eventually you'll hit. I relate this to poker. If you have pocket aces, there is a certain percentage of a chance that you'll win that's higher than any other um, pair of cards that you can get. Yet you don't win all the time with pocket aces. So just remember that. Pocket aces, you have a 20-something percent chance out of every single hand that you could possibly have pre-flop, if, if you guys know what I'm talking about for poker, before the cards are shown on the table, you have a 20-something percent chance to win, which it doesn't seem like much, right? But once those cards start to, to get turned, your chances increase or decrease as it goes down the line. And you have to make sure you're doing everything you need to do to, to make those odds the, the greatest they could possibly be to win. And sometimes you still don't win. But the good news is, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Old saying. And you can get back up and keep fighting. Because there are even 1% chances of things to happen that do happen. And it will set you back. And the only way to get over that is to keep going. Get up and keep going. And I've had my fair share of setbacks recently. So I, I know from experience. Again, I'm speaking from experience. But I, I think this episode is, is going to help a lot of people. So if it helped you, reach out to me. Like this video. Subscribe. I don't shout out the plugs much. But I'd appreciate if you get any sort of value out of this episode or my previous 20 episodes, give me a comment on, on, on YouTube or something. Like, like, show me that you like this stuff. I'd like to see it. I don't need you to do that for reassurance. i just like to see it. And for other people to be able to see this episode or hear this episode, it has to come from the people who are already watching it because the algorithm, the way it works is it will take things that people already like and distribute it to other people so that they have a chance to watch it. So like this video, if you don't mind, I would appreciate it. Comment down below. I don't get too many comments. I don't check them often. I'm, I'm pretty bad at that, but I don't get too many. Just comment down below if you have any sort of feedback on this episode or any thoughts to share. I'd love to hear it. And subscribe, which is the most important thing. If you're, if you're on Spotify right now listening, follow the podcast. Share it with anybody. I would appreciate it. Anybody who might need to hear this, I would appreciate it so much. If you made it this far to the end of the episode, I appreciate you a lot. And uh, for episode 22, it's going to be even bigger and better. I can't wait. So thank you so much for listening and watching. I'll see you guys in the next episode next Monday, 12 p.m. Like always, peace out.